everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Rodcast. Today, we have another kind of conversational episode with some of our amazing Lifehouse pastors and some of my good friends. I've got Catherine here, who's in Tokyo, and we've also got Shiva, who's kind of, well, Tokyo is so big. Yeah. Where, where, where are you exactly, Shiva? I'm in the uh, west side of Tokyo, a suburb okay. called Tachikawa. Yeah. He, he says All suburb, right. but we say countryside. So. Right, oh. that's right. Yes, <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> and uh, and I'm uh, my name's Richard, and I'm in Hong Kong. And this kind of series of podcasts that we're doing is really discussing some of the concepts and teachings that we've been discussing as as a church and as a leadership team. And today's episode is is for me. It's a big one. I think that mm. these concepts have literally changed my life. I know we probably say that a lot as pastors, but this really has. And we're talking about tr- uh, truth and grace and true or truth and love, really. Mm. These yeah. concepts together and growing in, in truth and love. Uh, and so uh, what I want you to do is you've got to make sure that you have seen the last uh, teaching the pastor Rod did on that. Okay. Or you've yeah. listened to that. I think it might just oh, be, good. actually, do we have video? I'm not sure of that. I listened to the podcast. Uh, but it's but it's on our podcast a few episodes back. Find it. Yep. It's called Truth and Love, and it's an amazing teaching. Go and watch it. We're going to discuss these concepts. But put simply, mm-hmm. how can we explain this, guys, to our listeners here? What is this idea of truth and love, and this balance between the two? Any ideas? I'm throwing uh, this yes. out there. Yeah. <laughs> I usually like, yeah, I'm waiting for like, okay, Shiva, you can speak, but you know, I'll speak. <laughs> Go for um, it. Yeah, I think like the the concept of this is the big thing is like, you know, I, I used to have this kind of idea too, but like Christians, we, we you know, we loving people, we, we love people. So love, 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 love. And then like, sometimes we forget to tell um, the most important thing or some sometimes we forget, you know, like if I say this, this person might get hurt, but we have to say this, you know, there, there's that, that kind of things. Right. And, um, what do yeah, you mean this, like most important thing? I mean, like for, for this person's life or for, for this person's sake, like I need to tell in order for him or her to be not hurt or, you know, to grow or, you know, many kind of things I, I could say, but, right. you know, like sometimes, you know, because we, um, afraid of this person to get, you know, Hurt? No, not really hurt, but you know, be offended yeah. or whatever. Um, we we kind of hesitate to say those kind of thing, and sometimes we think that's part of like loving the person, but the the truth is not. You know, like if you if you dis, if you if you love this person, you have to tell the truth. And right. Pastor really like teaching um, about this concept and that, like as Richard said, like that thing really helped me um, and still helping me um, to grow and, you know, developing my leadership. Yeah, it's about a balance. eh? I think I love what Pastor was saying. It's we we have the balance. And if you have too much of one or too much of the other, you're going to be an unbalanced person, unbalanced leader. And we know that Moses, he came with the law. The law is great. It tells us how we should live. Things work really well. But if we just focus on that, people get tired and weary and uh, it's, 
and we need the love. We need the grace. Grace empowers us to to walk in that. It's life giving and not tiring. And it's this this balance that we have to uh, walk with, growing as people and as leaders. And I think Jesus is an amazing example of what this balance looks like. If we want to look at a great leader, he does truth and grace, and he mm. shows us like this is how you do it. This is how you mm-hmm. walk this balance. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to, and, and for everyone out there, we're going to use like kind of grace and, and love interchangeably here, mm-hmm. grace and, and truth, uh, love and truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to ask you though, Shiva, so if you're just listening and you you can't see, Shiva is actually Japanese. Woohoo! Yeah, <laughs> our, first, our first Japanese guy on the English Woo! podcast. Yeah. No, no yeah. pressure. Um, and uh, so when, when you talked about the love, 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 which yeah. I think is is a Japanese what rabu rabu. I don't know. No, that's terrible. Mm. Right? Okay. Doesn't labu um, labu mean like romance though? Yeah, I think yeah, it's I very think different. You're using labu, that. Labu. Well, I think that's a yeah. romance thing. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm in Hong Kong now. Um, I used to live there, but I don't anymore. Uh, so Shiva, like the the love thing. Do you do you think in Japanese culture? Mm-hmm. Do you, do you think that is more of a thing? Uh, maybe like not telling someone straight what the problem is. Yeah. But I think um, not yeah. wanting to hurt their feelings kind of thing. I think, yeah. I don't know. Like if the, you know, love, love thing is like a part of a culture or not, I, I can't say that, but I think, um, as you said, um, not telling the truth to the person's face straight uh, right. that's not mm. I think like we as Japanese people as much as we can like we want to avoid that kind of thing so like a good example is like um, I'm living here in Tokyo and sometimes like we get the you know like uh, complain sort of things from our neighborhood um, but <laughs> our neighbor you do I mean like I mean, I never received it, but like, you know, just general thing. Like those people never comes to your door and then, Hey, you guys are too loud or whatever. Like they usually go to like a, you know, landlord or like uh, the the owner of the apartment or whatever. And then like we receive, we usually see that in the elevator, like um, not specifying the person or room number, but you know, we are receiving this kind of claim from, um, you know, this person. So please be aware kind of thing. Um, so by thinking that, that? <laughs> why are you like digging in that? Because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Maybe we did. When when I was living with Masashi and Monty and, right. you know, yeah, six, it makes sense. six boys house. Yes. <laughs> you know, you know, for us, like I got four boys, four little boys. Yeah. And we have, our neighbors have like lasers and they'll just laser through the window. Oh, so that'll oh, show you uh, the difference between our two cultures. <laughs> We're gonna put too much direct. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that—that's one of the example. I think, like you know, talking about Japanese culture, not saying things straight mm-hmm. to person's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Fair mm. enough. I, I. What about C- Catherine? Did you did you grow up in church? Yeah, I grew up in a Christian household, so yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, because because I did um, had a great family and loved loved growing up in the church and and had a genuine relationship with Jesus. But mm. I do think that what I was modelled in mm. my Christian life was uh, very much um, a lot of love, 
and not a lot of not a lot of truth where mm. you know to fix a problem mm-hmm. um and sorry i'm just getting a phone call let me turn that off uh <laughs> and uh yeah so but but i feel like when i i, I feel like that bred a lot of problems mm. uh w- within the ministry that i was involved with was that yeah. what kind of things problems? weren't things weren't being addressed what kind of problems? Oh. Mm. Uh, just yeah, I won't go into too much details, but but let, let's just say let's just say there were like 40, 40 year olds going to the youth group and oh. stuff like that. Oh. Like, and it was and like, what are you saying about forty year olds though? <laughs> like, like that's cool. Like, yeah, hey, I'm 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 forty next year as well. But like, I I you know, mm. there's a there's a place for us us people and it's not yeah. it's not in the youth group and someone needs to say i think it's time to move on mate like right, you know, right. we we love you but that's, that's not the true. ministry for you mm-hmm. and so yeah i i, I think we, we weren't really modeled uh that just yeah just to, to give someone some truth um mm. i feel like for me it were like my background it was probably like truth, 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 a little bit like legalism. Mm. And I think that's why when I went to like, uh, you know, high school, university, and I could make my own decisions about like, you know, do I want to come to church and things like that? I was like, yeah, I just, I just felt burdened and heavy by it. I felt like God was always angry that there wasn't anything I could do to, um, to make him happy. Mm. Uh, Yeah. And I feel like, it was amazing when I did have uh, have an amazing encounter with Jesus, gave my life to Jesus again in university. I was in a healthy church environment where there was this balance, you know, of mm, grace right. and truth. And I and I I saw what that's like and how I flourished as a person. I like I grew in my even discovering new gifts like leadership things. I, I just I think it was a, a great environment to grow. Mm. And grace and truth is so that's important. Awesome. Yeah, but I I came out of like I think. A, was it like a legalistic, just truth, 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 truth okay. kind of background? And I've been, I feel like I've been like learning grace and yeah, how, yeah. To, how to walk That's in that. Awesome. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would you say your personality goes in, leans in one of those directions? So not your, not your, not so much your background, but your, your personality mm. type. Well, I feel like in different seasons, it's probably been different things. But when I was, mm. so at first when I was a like a brand new, like zealous Christian then and um, in university, I think when I used to speak to people as a young leader, I was like really harsh, like just be- mm. truth, 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 truth. And somebody spoke to me about it. This is one of those like mentorship things where somebody sees something in you and they help you. And they, they said, they asked me like, you know, do you know how to receive God's love and his grace? Because mm. I was actually probably ha- as hard on myself or even harder than I was to like the people that I, I thought I was trying to help, mm. you know, with my, my truth bombs. Yeah. And uh, I, re- I think that's a big part. Like is actually, if you know how to receive God's love and grace and yeah. you know that how he treats you, what he thinks of you, how mm. he walks and journeys with you. I mean, he's, you know, it. And you learn how to receive that, then you're going to be a better leader. You're going to be a better disciple because mm. because you've received that. You so I think uh, that kind of helped me to learn a, a new kind of balance. Um, when once I kind of understood and had received grace, mm. 
mm. more in my life. I, f- I feel like that was my experience. How about <clears> you guys? <throat> what it was it like when you, like you first became a Christian, uh, Shiva? What was that? What was that like for you? I was I was more like a love, love, love person. Like I was like a you know like a typical um, person that who with dreadlocks. You know, Yes, with dreadlocks. dreadlocks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very, so, very yeah. loving with dreadlocks. <laughs> yeah. Love and peace. Um, but yeah, I was afraid. <laughs> I was afraid of saying those things. And um, I think my life lesson in earlier days of, um, you know, like joining to like a leadership of Lifehouse Church, um, when I became actually like a first time uh, connect group leader, um, maybe like 15, 14 years ago, um, I had like four or five boys in my group and I was, you know, like sharing blue book and all those things. But, um, my leader was telling me like, advice, helping me like advice of like, maybe you should tell more like truth or like, you know, uh, when I see something, you have to be able to say those kind of things. Like if the person needs to change, um, not like, you know, legalism, but, as like a life advice or, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's something like if you, if you keep walking, there's a cliff and you're going to fall off. Mm-hmm. And if, if, you know, if you see that, you will tell that, um, that kind of thing. But I was afraid of saying that kind of thing because I don't know like what kind of reaction I get. Um, and I hesitate to say that. And I was, you know, holding that in my heart and didn't say that. And, you know, a week later, one of the guys stopped coming to, my connect group two weeks later the other guy stopped coming to my connect group and you know like following like maybe like spend you know four weeks and everyone basically left (laughs) because i didn't say the truth and just like love you know love is the most important thing and i was kind of misunderstanding the concept Mm -hmm. so that was my learning experience and loving but also i need to be able to say the truth to the person um that yeah that's something like i have as uh as my life lesson in earlier days of christian life yeah i feel like parenting has i i've i've felt a lot of this come out in parenting where i've seen Mm. harsh parents and i've seen very caring parents who never correct their kids and Mm. both are really uh it both are pretty ugly forms of parenting mm. um, and have devastating effects on kids. You know, mm. you either end up with just kind of like broken kids or spoiled kids. And sure. Mm. Um, and I know, I know, I know church leadership that is a bit different. People are not our kids and we're not the yep. parents as leaders, but mm-hmm. uh, I think there are principles there that, I mean, who doesn't, who doesn't need correction at some point? Like, you know, no one's an angel, Like we need help. Mm -hmm. And if we're not, if we're not accessing that help, like within our church, I actually think I wish more people would come and actually ask for honest, like feedback from leaders on Mm. things. I I think we have, at least I found for our church here in Hong Kong, I think we've had some really great people who we find out they've been going through stuff but mm. they haven't really talked to a leader. They haven't had anyone kind of give them some wisdom on, on a topic, not tell mm. them what to do, but just speak into it. Mm-hmm. And so they've been navigating it themselves. And oftentimes they they might 
their emotions have kind of clouded their judgment on things. And then it ha- it hasn't been a good ending. And then they haven't been inviting that because I think we, as someone who's received truth many mm-hmm. times from leaders, you have to be able to, inv- you have to let it happen, mm-hmm. right? Like if you, if you fire up or get defensive every time someone corrects you, then mm-hmm. they're going to stop doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you have to actually, I feel like as a person receiving it, if we actually want that, we have to create an, an atmosphere where people can actually do that without you biting their head off. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's, that's definitely like a growth curve as a person is learning to ask for that. Like I yeah. remember um, actually like when I first got married and marriage is like a really uh, great yeah. way to learn things about yourself that you that you weren't really maybe aware of because now mm. you have somebody with you all the time and you, you see some, you notice some things awesome about yourself. I thought I was awesome until I got married. <laughs> You're right. Sorry. Yes, I, I remember. I was doing like, real good. <laughs> I know, right? You learn a lot. My first year of marriage, it was like, oh, reality check. It's true. I got to work on a lot of things. Right. Yeah, I remember like Adrian would try to like, speak to me about something and like probably because of like some past experience maybe having like some bad examples of like people speaking truth like maybe Mm -hmm. maybe it wasn't the truth or maybe they didn't do it in love like sometimes you have those kinds of things that you get like these hurts or disappointment so he would like try and tell me something and then I like start getting emotional I don't know if this is just a woman thing maybe I don't know do you guys ever cry when someone speaks about something (laughs) so anyway like I would cry and then he'd be like this is like really difficult like I'm just trying to like I want something for you and I'm seeing this like this is like a ceiling or cap Mm -hmm. and like God has more for you so like I really want to feel like I can speak to you about this and Mm -hmm. I remember like it being so hard like you know, you just feeling like, oh, are they, you know, like some this you're attacking me or so, you're like just so defensive. And then I remember mm. God speaking to me and I was like, God, I don't want to stay the same. I know you have more for me. I want to be mm. the kind of person is open and, and growing. And I saw Adrian, he was so good at that. Like he always, he always asks everybody, how did that go? Did, did I do okay in this? What do you think about this? And I was like, oh, okay, that's, uh, and I see how he's growing and he's mm. just like blessed because he's mm. doing it. Like he's hearing it and he's like putting it into practice. And I've seen him like break through ceilings and, and, and yeah. And I was like, okay, God, I don't want to be stuck. Help me to, to get better at asking for people mm. to, to speak into my life and, and, and do that. So I think that's also something you got to like, as much as you're giving it to people, it's something you have to learn to grow in and be like, okay, can you also, are you asking people as well to like speak yeah. into your life and mm. make, you make it easy or do you like, especially in marriage, it's easy to like create a block and like so someone can't like speak to you about this like really sensitive topic, mm-hmm. but you, you just want to be open because God has something more for you. Yeah. Yeah. What like about I, you guys? I've... Have you ever cried when someone's? <laughs> Shiva, are you a crier? <laughs> when Amanda's told you something, have you cried? I think that's Masashi, yeah. right? He's not here to defend himself anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think, um, I, I don't know how emotional I got, but I would say I would argue. Mm. Uh, I, I think I'm just a disagreeable person, like personality mm. type. And so okay. I, I would defend that. I wouldn't be super emotional, but I might just try to logically explain it or mm. get out of it in some way. I feel like Shiva 
is the ultimate feedback asker guy and very secure because I feel like he's always asking questions and <laughs> that's wow. for, for me that's you though like you're always asking question but yeah I also feel that you you yeah, both Richard like is a that. question mm. always have questions and asking mm. and feedback and yeah but I don't know I'm I'm more like a when someone telling me something I don't argue but I just feel like okay that's that's not something I don't have like that's the area I need to grow um I don't even think like but you know like that kind of thing mm. I was just like I almost becoming like like not the disappointment but like yeah. you know that kind of feeling like ah uh, I need to grow you know that kind yeah. of feeling yeah yeah, I, I've seen that as well. I think there's a certain type of person who yeah. will will not even question it. Like they're not disagreeable like I, I, I was explaining I was, but they it's they'll just take it but very heavy, mm-hmm. um, maybe too heavy sometimes. Yeah. And I, yeah. I just think whatever kind of personality we are, whether we're getting emotional, whether we're taking it too hard or mm. whether whatever Debating. we're disagreeing, I, yeah. I think we've got to create an atmosphere where we welcome mm. this. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Uh, otherwise people won't give it because people, mm-hmm. people giving people that kind of truth, like uncomfortable truth, like it's not fun. No <laughs> one wants to do it. Yeah. And so if you make it horrible, right. it's like doubly bad. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's multiplied bad. And so you, no one will, will give it. Um, mm-hmm. I can think of, yeah. I, I can think of people in my life that have fired up every time we've tried to help them on something and you just go, mm-hmm. all right, you know, yeah. that's, that's, it's, a, it's out of my hands. Like I can, mm-hmm. you don't want it. It's, yeah. that's fine. I just never want to be in that situation. I don't want, mm. and I don't want people to think that way because I want, I want to, I'm not right on everything. Mm. Yeah. I, and I, I reckon once you open up your heart and you like to hear that and take that in, it really, I feel like God uses those moments to really bring breakthrough and like a yeah. lift in your life when you, when you have those moments, mm. it's, yeah. And we want that for people, right? We, we mm. want to see them walk into what God has for them. We want that for ourselves. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, <laughs> let, let me share a scripture that I really like on this topic. Ephesians 4 verse, uh, I think it's 15. Instead, mm. we will speak the truth in love growing in every way more and more like Christ, who's the head of his body, the church. Mm. I like that, becoming more like Jesus, truth and love. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think in the early days of my leadership, I was I, I can relate to some of your story, Catherine, where, where I probably, once I realized, because I started off in the whole, oh, church, in the church world, we're just love. Mm. And then I realized, oh, that doesn't really work. Like actually people have problems and they need to know how to fix <laughs> yeah. them. And then, then I started realizing, oh, the key is truth. And mm. then you start giving people hard truth and you don't know how to deliver it. You've got no skills mm. with the yeah. manner in which that you do it. Mm-hmm. And you're just lighting fires everywhere, yeah. giving people <laughs> you know, the truth bombs. Um, but then, but I love, I love this, that just the truth in love, like yeah. truth wrapped in love. We talk about yeah. the, yeah. what is it? The John Maxwell hamburger sandwich thing mm-hmm. meets mm. in the middle the 
the, the bread on, on it, either yeah. side, yeah. The, the love, love on the outside, truth in the middle. Yeah. And uh, I think that has been big because once I started realizing, ah, the times I've really received it was when people did this really well, mm. like loving leaders, yeah. like our pastors yeah. spoken in my life and it was strong truth, but there was so much love with it. And it wasn't just yeah. nice words. It was yeah. backed up yeah. by, I could see that they believed in me because they were giving me opportunities in the church and yeah give me responsibility and like, it wasn't just empty words. I knew yeah. that they really cared Yeah. and it, it made me be able to receive it even though I'd wanted to argue against probably a lot of other people yeah. uh, in my life. Um, and so that combination is just so, so powerful when we, we, we learn how to give people both. Mm. Um, yeah, but it says we become more and more like Christ. Like, isn't that yeah. what we all want? Like, yeah, ugh, that, that's true. That sounds amazing. Mm. Um, so, what what have you guys found? What about in church life? Uh, mm. In your leadership, has there been any moments where you've gone away thinking there was too much of one and not a, enough of the other, <laughs> or? Something like that. You don't have to give too much detail, but I mean, like generally, like I, I'm, I'm more like, a, so like I, although I, I share the story of like I was, you know, more like a love side of person, but like, you know, as me growing up, developing my leadership, I don't know if I developed my leadership in the good way, but like I, I certainly became more like a truth person. So yeah. like I get sometimes I get the feedback of like it's too, you know, like too straightforward. I wish you could say like a bit more like nicer. Really? <laughs> I don't know. I think you're so nice, Shiva, really. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I get too. One of my team said that to me. And I was like, oh, you're so nice. But, um, <laughs> you know, so I, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, work I on that. I don't mean weak by that either. You're not soft. Mm. You're, no. you're strong, but you yeah, mm. you're very. You have a big heart. <laughs> yeah, right. heart. thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, what was I talking? I've <laughs> <laughs> got the subject. No, you're, you're too you're too direct. Apparently, uh, one yeah, person yeah, yeah. in your whole life has said that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, only one person. That's a good stat. That means you'd, if only one has said that. To you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like this concept of like truth and love, like work together. Like when you tell the truth, like you always have to have love too. Hmm. Like because you love, you tell the truth. And all those like uh, hamburger, like sandwich principle, um, you know, like just imagine, just thinking back, like the conversation I had with like all the leaders in my life, you know, when I, when I was cold, I was nervous and I sit together and leaders start with like good thing about myself and then like hitting to the, the point. And I was like, okay, this is actually what he wanted to talk to me. And then, but at the end, like giving me like another love, like encouragement. And then the feeling, like when I leave the office or the conversation or cafe or whatever, I feel like lifted. Mm. Like I feel like encouraged and I feel like, you know, appreciate. Mm. Um, and that, that's what I want to give as a leader. Like mm. just telling, not just telling the harsh truths, but like 
love and yeah. truth and love. And they also feel that way. Like, oh, I love spending time with Shiva or, you know, like my leaders because I feel lifted after the conversation, even though the conversation was something that I need to change or kind of, you know, truce kind of thing. Yeah, people can tell though when you really care for them. Mm. That, you know, yeah. They can yeah. read that. Yeah. Like, yeah, for me, I, I think. Oh, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. All right, I was going to say that for, for me, um, definitely it's been a learning curve to have the grace and truth together. Yeah. And I find myself, I think you, when you reflect back on it, sometimes you'll think, oh, I could have said it maybe better like this. But one of the ways that I've learned is actually like watching other leaders, like actually watching you guys, watching Pastor Rod and Viv when, like, when they're having these moments. And I'm like, oh, that's great. I love that. I love that. So mm. I feel like I'm always learning from other people and one of the things that I've uh, like, I've seen how the Holy Spirit can help us. We've got like the word, like the Bible, the truth, and then the Holy Spirit can really help us with like the how to do it. Like, how do we deliver it? What's the right moment? What's going to be the key that's going to like unlock this person's heart so that they can, they can see what God sees for them. Mm. And uh, like, I guess a recent example, um, not giving too much de details, but there was a, a, a young lady who uh, was like in a relationship that, you know, wasn't really God honoring, but she's getting older and she's like, she's, I guess she's like getting worried, like for her future. And she's like thinking like, oh, you know, I need to find, I want to find someone to be married, you know, like, like I can't see what God's doing. So I need to like make my own plans. And, you know, she's kind of getting caught up in that. And like, I, I knew I needed to speak to her about this. Mm. You know, God's way is going to bring blessing. But I, I felt like the Holy Spirit really gave me like a word that like, you know, what's actually the real heart of the matter? Actually, the real heart of the matter is that she was having trouble trusting God and his good plan for her. And right. uh, I felt like God gave me like something to really pray for and encourage her. And when, and when I went, like went to speak to her and I'm like, you know, you know, telling the truth, this is what the God, what, this is what the word of God says. This is about how we, we walk our relationships, you know, mm -hmm. it's purity. It's this, but you know, I, I can see that it's because you, you, you're struggling with trust. Like God, do you have a good plan for me? And, mm. and I just, you know, I, I felt like I have this verse. I want to encourage you. And I prayed for her and I just felt like we could feel the, the, the Holy Spirit there and God's love. And that she, that was the real issue that needed. She needed to be like, okay, God, I, I'm going to trust you with my future. I'm not going to try and make my own plans. And, you know, that was the thing. She, she, she took that into, uh, you know, what we had spoken about and she, and she made some changes. She, you know, she she decided to walk in the path that God has for her. But I, I really feel like the Holy Spirit helped me with just like a, a good word. What was like the real thing that was going to be the key mm. um, that she really needed um, to see that he had a better plan for her and that, that he's good. So I think the Holy Spirit really can help us with these these things too. Like the how, mm. how, do, we, yeah. how do we do this? Mm. Cool. How about hey. you guys? Have you had a moment like that? Yeah, well, to, something you said yeah. before reminded me uh, was people can feel like that you love them. Mm -hmm. I used to, in the early days, when, when I realized, oh, actually, your delivery really matters. <laughs> like mm. when you deliver the truth, uh, the, the way you say it is really important. Mm. Uh, and uh, I remember once hearing... Um, John Bevere talk about this because uh, in the early days, apparently John Bevere was pretty tough, like yeah. with his truth teaching. <laughs> I've you heard know, some, some bring in the truth. <laughs> and uh, I, I heard him talk about his revelation mm. of 
this concept and he explained it as the, the famous line in the movie Mary Poppins. A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Do you know oh, that one, Shiva? Not, not, not a yep. bad, not sung very badly. Yeah, you're good at singing, Richard. <laughs> <Yeah>. Thank you. <laughs> and, and, and I know that song, yeah. Yeah, that some sugar helps yeah. the medicine go down. Mm. And that that helped me like, oh, yeah, that's, that is really true. And mm. what kind of a leader do I want to be under? Mm. Because I don't want just someone who's just given me hard truth. Like, I, I want mm. someone who's pastoral. Because mm. I, I think that sometimes when people lean towards the truth, it's almost like they feel like they've got a license to be a jerk, you right. know? <laughs> like, you can say that and, God's and, saying that. And like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, I'm just a truth teller. It's like, I, I don't, who wants yeah. to be under that leadership? Mm. I don't want to be under that. <laughs> and so I don't want to be that. Mm. Uh, and so I, I, I realized I got to learn how to deliver better. So then mm. I would really work on, like, my delivery Mm. But I think over time, and I think that's good. I think we should, as leaders, work on our delivery mm. and maybe, you know, write a few things down. And I'm not saying mm. you go with notes, but <laughs> you get it you get it clear before you talk to the person. Right. But, but I think over time, I, I, I guess as you do it more, I've realized that, that, that my words, yes, they're important. But my mm. heart being communicated uh, is yeah, the main right. thing. And if I yeah. if I really genuinely care about this person, mm. it actually even trumps the words. People mm. people feel it. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think I don't think I am a master with my words, although I'm trying, <laughs> I'm certainly thinking about it and trying. I, I do mm. feel like if you really care about the person, mm. you you don't have to get the words perfect. Mm. Um, still, still aim, aim for good delivery, but mm. I think the heart is what yeah. shines through. Um, and I'd say li- likewise, I-, I think the opposite, if you don't have the heart, even if you get the words right, it won't be received. Mm. Um, I, I think the heart trumps all of that. So I think that's what, uh, something that's really kind of helped me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it makes you think, like, do you really care and love people? I guess I've had those mm. moments, you know, where you f- it's easy to, yeah. f- like, someone's doing something and you feel so frustrated. Like, you just yeah, want to, yeah, like, yeah. you, like, want to respond out of anger or frustration. Yeah. And then you have to have this moment where you're like, wow, do I actually really care about this person or mm, love them? Yeah. And then I want to grow in that. Like, I want to yeah. be a pastor who loves people. And even if it's difficult and I don't want to say stuff out of frustration, I like, mm. really want to grow in love. Mm. That's important. Yeah, I really like, um, I was talking with Tasuke, Pastor Tasuke from Tokyo, um, and I learned him from him in earlier days, but like when he, you know, he, for me, like he's really good at like communicating mm. with people. He's an encourager. Yeah. When you, when you're with him, you, you definitely feel, you know, be encouraged mm. that kind of person. But, um, I was talking with Tasuke and like how he talks with people um communication of you know like telling telling the truth with love and the simple thing he told me was like he he pray even while he's speaking to people like you know like the communication discommunication um please you know like holy spirit help help this person to understand my heart not not it's not the criticism but you know because i love him um, I, I need to tell this. Mm. So like he, 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 him praying that, and I'm sure like Holy Spirit, like speak through his mouth 
and deliver all those like word the person needs to hear. So mm-hmm. I think that's you know like important thing. Like we as leaders, like of of course we prepare, um, as you yeah. said, but also like pray while we, you know, communicate with people. So then, what do you guys do when someone doesn't receive it well? Like, I mean, how have you handled that? Because sometimes, right, there's like positive responses, but then sometimes, you know, like you don't know if that person's going to come back or, you know, like what? how do you usually deal with that? Do you take it like, oh, no, did I do something wrong or? Richard? I just, I just cry. <laughs> <laughs> you just uh, what? No, I cry. No. You cry. Um, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Only once, no, no. Um, I, I think my personality type, uh, I, I can move on pretty quick. Mm. Uh, I, 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 I think I can separate what's my responsibility from someone else's responsibility. Once I'm clear, I think it took me years to understand those principles. But once mm. it's clear, I, I, I feel like. My, my personality makes it easy to go, look, I, I did what I could yeah. and this is their response. This is their right to That's choose good. to listen to me or not. Mm. And, you know, I don't have to listen to everyone yeah. and they don't have to listen to me. Mm-hmm. That they have to live with the consequence of whether that's right or wrong. Yeah. And I, at, the, at the end of the day, I wake up in my own life and I live with my consequences. I don't live with theirs. Mm. And so I think it took, yeah, it took a while for me to learn the principles and I had to see that in church life and in my Mm. leadership and see that modeled. But I think once I understood it, it was, I I didn't find that too difficult to just Mm. say, okay, that's okay. That's yours. I, I would feel disappointed. I'm kind of, disappointed that because i really believe in what i'm saying and Mm. i think i think that the choosing a path that's not going to be great Mm. but but that's Mm. life i mean yeah yeah people do that all the time and i've done Mm. it you know i've chosen some dumb things before and yeah we're free so yeah same for me i think um i also needed to have some time to understand like their decision is not my responsibility kind of thing but as long as like i prepared and i feel like i said right um of course there is a time that like ah maybe i could say you know better or nicer or that kind of thing but that's you know like learning experience i i took it as like a learning experience and um you know like we as leaders it's important for us to like being um, you know, continuously like learning and growing in that kind of area. Um, but yeah, like if the the person took it like a different way and walked away, um, I pray for this person and yeah. and that, that's all I can do. Um, yeah. I can't go back and, you know, beg him to come back and, you know, yeah. I can't do that. So yeah. I think that mentality is very important for leaders. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I think that also touches on something Pastor Rod was saying in that teaching, which, by the way, everyone, we have not explained this, like, in fundamental, like, in its foundational, uh, the foundational nature of this teaching. You need to go and listen to that teaching mm-hmm. first, yeah. probably to best understand this talk. But mm-hmm. uh, I feel like in his 
in, in that teaching, Pastor Rod did talk about um, leaders burning out. Mm. And I think that is when you do, you do go beyond that boundary yeah. and you are feeling responsible for them. And it's so heavy that they haven't listened to you and you care more about their decisions than they do. Mm. And, you know, that doesn't work with marriage counseling. We're always taught like, you know, if, if you care more about their marriage than they do, yeah. it's a problem. You know? <laughs> and, yeah. And so I, I think it's the same for anything with, mm. with people. Um, it, uh, and that, and I want to do this long term, yeah. so yeah. I think we need to have those kind of boundaries. That's mm. good. That's very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Well, <clears throat> maybe we're coming to the end of this uh, discussion around truth and love. I, mm. I, I guess I don't know. Is there any kind of final ideas or advice you'd have for for maybe new leaders? I, I think, I think. Mm in the early days where we're first understanding this, mm. uh, did you have, do you have any tips for, for new leaders, maybe new connect group leaders or Careful. having to talk to someone for the first time about something? Mm. Yeah, I think journaling is so key. I mean, we talk about it all the time, but I think yeah. that's when God can really give you wisdom and the right words like we want the truth right and journey, mm. journaling god's going to speak to us how do we approach this how can we, we speak to this person and um not asking the holy spirit to to guide you and trust that the holy spirit's going to help you mm. and ask the holy spirit one of the things is like oh holy spirit help me to know like what's the right moment like what's my i've got my hamburger bun like what's the right moment for me to bring in the meat and then you know like explore that a bit yeah. like mm. to read this moment and, and see what are you doing and how and in this person's life and how I can work yeah. with that and just trust that, uh, yeah, God can use you and mm. it's okay. You know, if you're learning and growing, um, mm. God is the shepherd of this person mm. and yeah. his life is in their hands. So it's not all resting on your shoulders, like yeah. their whole destiny. God is their yeah. shepherd, and, but we just <laughs> want to be faithful with, um, yeah, just sharing something. If, if the Holy Spirit's putting it on our heart, we want to just see them walk into what God has has for them be blessed mm. yeah but he's their shepherd pressure off <laughs> yeah yeah that's good yeah 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 I yeah i think um yeah what pastor always teaches us to you know like leaders like um the role for the leaders is he always say like teach and pray mm. um and you know like making their decision or carrying their problem on our shoulder is not our responsibility so like yeah i think that's very important like just you know we're focusing on like telling the truth you know loving them and then you know pray result you know just let god to deal with it and also like um i don't know this is like my thing but sometimes like ah oh, should i tell this cuz this this person might you know like might not coming back or you know like that kind of a situation um but in those moments i always think this way like if i tell this then he's gonna walk away um and even if i don't tell this he's he's gonna walk away that's true right. yeah. then then i'd rather tell this and let yeah. him know and he's gonna yeah. walk away because mm. if i do that um first of all you know, like he, at least he hears that. And then like at some point of his life, 
that comes back and you know that becoming like a reminder or something and then like there's a chance that like he realized um some other person telling same thing to him or whatever um but if i don't tell that maybe like i'm the only person who noticed or you know like have that chance to tell him um so that kind of thing like i always think um so like don't be afraid to that that make me think of like okay i'm not gonna afraid to tell this Mm. truth to this person so good yeah cool great advice well guys like we like we said go check out pastor rod's teaching uh i think it's gonna be a real blessing to you guys and uh i don't know if we normally do this but let me let me be spiritual and pray for everyone (laughs) listening i think as leaders we need help in this so jesus we we want to love people we want to give them truth that can lead to change and maturity. And I pray that you would help all of us to get better at this, that we'd be committed to growing in delivering truth wrapped in love and that we would see people all around us lifting and rising into their destiny and that we're not going to be taking on people's decisions and carrying their destiny, but we would see people stepping into their destiny because they're making great decisions, Lord. So help us in this. Mm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, before this is this, I think this should be like a little B side extra. You yeah. two are fathers, right? And you are great fathers of amazing boys. I would love to know some stories yeah. about grace and truth, your favorite ones with your your boys, because and this can be like the little extra added bonus at the end. You have to have a story from about your boys. There's always crazy things happening in your homes. My household <laughs> is something? insanity um, at all times, and there's just honestly this truth and love stuff. I was thinking because I know the time was getting long, so we're thinking to wrap it up. But like, I was thinking if you get good at truth and love just how valuable that skill set is in everything mm. because it's all your work relationships. It's, it's church, it's discipleship, it's parenting. Mm. It's, it's, it's the ultimate amazing skill set to have if you want to help people, which I'm sure everyone at somewhere in their heart wants to help people. Yeah. And uh, I think that it's, it's all the time in the home because the boys have got to know that we love them, but mm. they're not, we're not going to accept that attitude in the house, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, and recently some of them have been saying, um, you don't love me. <laughs> really? Oh my goodness. <laughs> or they've been saying, or like they'll, they'll be punished for something and they'll say, you're taking revenge. Cause I, we're always saying you can't take revenge because they right. always battling each other. And oh there's, there's so much, I tell you, there's so much revenge going on when you got four boys wow. around a small age group in the house. And we're like, you can't take revenge. And recently one of them this morning told me that I was taking revenge on them just cause I was, <laughs> I was giving him time out because he had a funky attitude in the morning. Oh my goodness. That's funny. And, uh, uh I'm like, no, you don't understand. You're being punished. This is nothing to do with me taking out revenge. This is, you need to get the truth that this is wrong. Yeah. And we do not accept that. But once the lesson is learned, uh, once they, once they get it, it's got to quickly turn back to playing and Mm. wrestling in the living room and, you know, the fun it's got to, they've got the the household has to be that loving place, but yeah. yeah, I mean, constant, correction 
mm. all the time when in our environment, like with the with the four boys in the in a small house. And during COVID, it was just crazy when they were all oh, locked up um, with no school for like a couple of years. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you, you, there's a lot of correction, but 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 there's ten times the amount of loving, mm. fun moments. Yeah, there's just a lot of everything <laughs> with that That's age group. I don't know, Shiva. Uh, you? <laughs> I don't know. Like my kids are not that age yet. Like two and you know four, so still like very little. So I don't have much kind mm. of. But yeah, that's true. Like always, you know, like co- correcting them. But Pastor always say like, you know, after that, like ice cream and video game, that kind of thing concept, like, you know, right. more love, you know, giving more yeah. love and then like some kind of truth. Um, I think that's yeah. important. And I'm, I'm still developing the area, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's all I, I can like say. Because I think that makes it like, you have a, okay, we, because you know, you're not telling somebody something because you're angry with them. They're not being punished, but you want mm. something for them. So it's great that you afterwards, okay, like we, we're going to have, a, we, we're still good, right? We mm. can have fun. Yeah. We can have an ice yeah. cream. I haven't changed yeah. my mind about you. I still think you're amazing, yeah. but we need to yeah. talk about this. So I love that. It's not like the whole mood now of the whole house is like somber and, mm. you know, like then that person's going to be scared. Like correction is like, oh, that like, yeah. that means your dad's, always angry with me things are wrong like, yeah i think it's a great like environment to create yeah. Catherine, yeah. that's a real big thing i mean i almost feel like that's a podcast in itself because like i i feel like that has that teaching because pastoral does talk about that all the time is like mm-hmm. give your correction but then quickly move back to normal relationship so yeah. it's not like otherwise it's just like ongoing punishment or something yeah it's, yeah. it's yucky and uh, I've definitely tried to bring that into my parenting. And sometimes you are annoyed because some things are just so irritating. Like when we're late and they're just being crazy mm-hmm. and and you've just got to quickly correct. And then, okay, you know, got to be back to, okay, yes. And yeah. mm-hmm. uh, quickly back into relationship. Like it doesn't linger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, that, yeah, that I wouldn't, I don't think I would have got that naturally. I, I'm mm-hmm. grateful for, for, what I learned in church, mm. uh, to, to, yeah, to help my, my parenting in that area. Mm. So, so good. yeah, maybe we should have started with that stuff. <laughs> that, that's an extra bonus for, for anyone who it's wants good. to. good. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> whoever wants to stick around in the end. Great guys. Well, Hey, really appreciate having you on our first female on the podcast, our first Japanese guy. So, uh, it's, yeah, this has been fun. Yeah. Look forward to the next one. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye.